Another thing that I, I do want to talk about, but I'm not quite ready to talk about it yet, but I want to give you a preview that I am aware of this and we are going to talk about it. Is anyone in the chat following the chaos with Ali Alexander and Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos? And apparently Ali Alexander has, well, Ali Alexander, um, who I always said was a grifter and, and someone that you should never, ever trust at all. Ali Alexander has, um, well, gotten himself into some trouble. If you don't know who Ali Alexander is, you're lucky. I had to encounter Ali. I, I, I was around Ali Alexander in the wake of the 2020 election because Walkaway was working with Stop the Steal. And I wanted nothing to do with it. For those who don't know, I toured with the walkaway campaign for like six months in 2020. I wanted nothing to do with this asshole from the very beginning. I never had anything to do with Stop the Steal. I hated Ali Alexander on site. I always thought he was a grifter and a shill and just like, just like really bad news. He has really grimy energy. I've sadly had to be around him in person on several occasions. I did not enjoy any of it. And, um, I've always been warning people this guy's bad news. He's bad news. He's bad news from day one. Well, Stop the Steal organizer apologizes after being accused of asking teen boys for dick pics. And we're not talking one or two. We're talking like two dozen. Several, two dozen that, that, are, that are being reported on this, on this, uh, on this Twitter, the, the Ali Files Twitter account. And Nick Fuentes is involved in this as well. And they're all having fits about it. And I was I was looking in the, at their uh, telegrams last night. I hate spending time on telegram. It is like the bowels of the internet. It is so awful. But I, I took one for the team. I was spending some time in, on telegram last night looking at Ali Alexander's telegram, looking at Nick Fuentes' telegram, Milo Yiannopoulos' telegram. By the way, our girl Marjorie is also in on this. Marjorie tweeted out the article from the Daily Beast and said, this is a disgusting textbook predation of underage boys and Nick Fuentes was in on it. Remember, Marjorie spoke at Nick Fuentes' events against all rational judgment. And she said, in exchange for recanting his accusation, Nick Fuentes and Ali Alexander offered to get him a job in politics and Marjorie Taylor Greene has called for the FBI to investigate Ali Alexander. And I'm going to say this too. Now, I don't think that Ali Alexander actually did anything wrong on January 6th. The reality is, and I might get in trouble for that, but I, 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 I have expressed my profound dislike for Ali Alexander. But on January 6th, he had a planned, permitted rally. He had a permit to hold a rally at the Capitol. And then we all know what that devolved into, and we don't need to get into that right now. But I actually don't think he did anything wrong. However, there were a lot of people who didn't do anything wrong on January 6th. A lot of people. How is it that Ali Alexander got off scot-free, not a single charge against him, I think Ali Alexander's a fed. I'm going to say it. Well, I've said it before. This isn't the first time I've said it. That I know people who were wrongfully charged with serious crimes who did nothing wrong on January 6th. They were not insurrectionists. They were in the wrong place at the wrong time. 
they did something maybe that was stupid, but actually wasn't illegal. And they got charged with serious federal crimes out of it. How in the ever loving F did Ali Alexander plan the rally on January 6th, was there with his megaphone the whole time and got zero charges? There was zero nonsense. Like he even fled. Do you guys remember this? He fled Washington, D.C., like under the cover of night in a dark van that that night that like all the shit went down. Ali Alexander literally fled in the back of a van. How how in the world did nothing? He was not mentioned once in the January 6th hearing. You're going to tell me that that's just a coincidence? No, I think Ali Alexander is a Fed. I'm going to say it right now. I think he's a Fed. I think he made some sort of deal. I think there's some sort of nonsense going on with him that we don't know about yet. And I really hope it comes out someday because this guy's an asshole and he deserves everything that's coming to him. And anyway, I wanted to tell you guys about this because I want you to know that I am aware of it and I'm looking into it. I'm not ready to talk about it yet because I actually have, I just haven't had time to look into it. But this is absolutely something we're going to cover. We may even watch Nick Fuentes' show because he did a show last night. I'm thinking about doing a stream later where we watch some Nick Fuentes. We haven't watched Nick Fuentes on this channel in a while. Watching Nick Fuentes on this channel is fun because what happens when we watch Nick Fuentes live is all of the Groypers come into the chat and you can see them in all of their anti-Semitic racist glory. So you can see that they are actually really anti-Semitic and really racist. Like, I mean, like real racism, not fake made up racism. Like real, these, 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 the Groyper culture has gotten really, really bad and really, really dark. And sometimes I like to show that to people because people think that's not real. They think because the left makes up like fake accusations of racism all the time. They think that all accusations of racism are false. No, no, Groypers are bad. Nick Fuentes' culture is bad. Nick Fuentes is a racist and an anti-Semite, and you will never convince me differently. And so we may have a little uh, Nick Fuentes watch party later to uh, to just to balance out the socialism. We've been spending some time with the socialists on the far left. We should balance it out with the far right. You know, we gotta we gotta have a little taste from both sides. And so that might be coming later. It might be coming tomorrow. I haven't decided yet. It really depends on how much time I have to do stuff. Brian said. No, but did you see the UN is supporting the decriminalization? Oh, are they really? Are they really? Well, that's interesting, Brian, because that's actually another story that I'm going to be covering. Um, there is a, and I'm going to be covering this on the Substack and probably in an episode this week. The state of Washington is now allowing um, kids to medically transition without their parents knowing. Oh, fun times. And now they're decriminalizing the word I'm not going to say on the internet, but you can see on the screen. Oh, isn't that great? Isn't that uh, glorious? That'll be another thing that we dig into this week. Jen says, I think Ali Alexander, based on his chin, like if you find a side profile of his head, looks like he has uh, has two inbreeding in his family. Yes, he does look like he has it. He has the Habsburg chin. Ali Alexander has a very pronounced Habsburg like chin underbite, which is a sign of inbreeding. It is like you can look it up. It's like the royal families of Europe all have this. I shouldn't be laughing, but that's what it looks like. Yes, it does. And if you've ever seen him in person, that's exactly what it looks like. I'm just going to say that. 